Good evening, and welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast. My name is Michael. That's Josh. Thanks for being here. Josh, how are you? I can't complain. If I was any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> that that saying never made <laughs> any sense to me, but I hear it all the time. Probably because you're so good, there's like enough good mood to fill two to bodies. Go around. Yeah. Just go around. How was your weekend? It was good. Uh, the shop was busy Friday and Saturday, which yes! is what we wanted. Uh, Sunday was chill day, my day off. So um, I played a lot of Call of Duty with my the new one. The Mom new one? Too. Yeah, the newest one. Yep. How How is it? Is that so? I know that a couple years ago, I used to be just a Call of Duty, just degenerate just hours and hours but i was always a campaign guy because anytime that i would go online it was like i was neo at the beginning of the matrix where everybody else was just moving faster than me yeah that's the downside i only play online so i'll buy the game and never once do the uh do the campaign. the campaign but i got i got excited about this one because the old modern warfare 2 had all the sweet maps my all-time favorite maps mm-hmm. so i assumed this was like the new playstation 5 and they just had the same maps but like all all state-of-the-art and i was wrong but i still got hooked on it and uh my favorite thing to do is to sit back and just snipe people it's so fun <laughs> so i mean yeah, I, I would I would get on there and then it was clear I would get in a lobby where everybody knew each other and I would just get <laughs> run over. Yeah, when you when you when you play online you gotta start off with the guns that don't have any attachments and you just gotta yeah. get your butt kicked for a while, level up those guns and level learn the maps. That's what a huge part of that game is, is yeah. having the maps memorized. Where you're at. I love just- playing it. So I I got to do a bunch of that on Sunday while you were probably making money at a card show. Well, I don't know. You were in the I, Raleigh, you went to the Raleigh show. I did. I did. And um, and before I get into that, let me catch up on chat. Derek, good evening. Mackie. I don't did I don't I, you didn't come up to my table. And if if you did and I missed you, I apologize. He wasn't uh, there. Danny, what's up? Anthony, what is up? Facebook user, I need secret codes. Justin, hello. And another Facebook user is saying they're coming. Anyway, back to the Raleigh show. It was bananas. I heard. It was so crowded. I heard um, the next day that we were actually, and hopefully this is this doesn't get anybody in trouble, that they were in violation of fire code they had so many people in the building so good problem to have it was it i don't know if you guys if you ever go to the show in raleigh they have two separate venues one i call the big venue it looks like a normal show this show was in a round venue Hmm. and so it was like a dome and so they had the tables on the outside and then in the inner circle and in the very middle, there's always this vendor in these North Carolina shows that has this pop-up retail shop. 
literally it they've got displays and everything it's actually pretty impressive and all they do is pokemon yeah i've seen them at some of the shows it's it's pretty impressive so it was non-stop non-stop they even had to extend the hours on saturday um i've never seen a card show that busy and oddly enough i think one of the things that helped was that it being a circle i think people got disoriented like you would just you know how you walk and you're like just looking at tables and in a normal show you just get to the end of the row and then turn around and go back up another row but if you're not paying attention you'll just <laughs> you'll just find yourself back where you started and you're like how'd i get here i mean it was it was a cool layout it's a cool layout Interesting. Have, you, have you ever done the one in the round I don't, it's not a gondola it's a, i don't even know what it's called it's a big dome have you ever done that one I have not. No, I, in fact, tried to get some tables late to this show, but didn't have any luck, as you know, because you were one of the ones trying to help me get some. Yeah, I was trying to facilitate that. But, you know, um, again, with my value box, completely overperformed. It's nuts. I think, I think at least 60% of the play at these shows for, for people is um is finding cards in great shape and sending them out to be graded i think that's what about what about young ones young young collectors buying some of the lower end stuff because it's in their budget you see a lot of that or maybe not i did not see a lot of that i mean i had the young collectors coming up with you know they were super cute looking at like trade up challenges and hey 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 mister do you want to buy my cards and then uh you know maybe one out of five of them uh there's really something there they've taken care of the cards and it's something that i would buy from them uh the majority of them it's just i can't buy that i can't buy the cards because i tell them i'm straight up i'm like look if i'm buying this from you it's good it's good i'm putting it right back out so yeah. that i can sell it and while this is cool, I, I don't know if I can move this today. So that's yeah. what it, that's how I wiggle out of there. So, nice. But it was, it was great on Saturday. Sunday, obviously, was a little bit slower, but um, still very, very busy, uh, especially for a, for a Sunday. Um, and Justin, we will, I'll, we'll get to that. In fact, I'm going to star that. Yes, um, Justin. It's a good question. We, yeah, and we'll get back to that. Uh, like the circle prison in Thor, it was actually like that. It was like it was like an arena, and we were wondering what it used to be, and I have no idea what they used to have there uh, in that building. So, um, should we? Then, oh, go ahead. And then this weekend, uh, I'll go into this. Uh, after you finished your thought, what were you about to say? Oh, I was just going to get into one of the for the first code towards the beginning of the break here, but absolutely, you know, I want to finish your thought because I'll have to give a little breakdown of how to redeem this code. Okay, I um, and then I'll get my screen ready for that. Um, and then this weekend we've got a a bit of a uh, decision for local card folks to make. Do you go to? The Charlotte Card Show, which is in its normal spot, Burke does a great job. 
Or do you go to the Canapolis Card Show, which is at actually at the baseball stadium, which James is putting on his show there. So it's a good problem to have. It was a tough decision for me. I'm actually going to Canapolis and setting up there because I have a whole bunch of baseball. Hopefully being in a baseball stadium to do a card show means I'm going to sell a whole bunch of baseball I think they have I think they have three choices. They could come to Grand Slam on Saturday. We've got lots of cards and sealed products. So um yes, good problem to have. So we're gonna give out a couple codes for our break site. So first thing I'm gonna do, if you look in the comments, that is the website where we go to our breaks and Michael has it pulled up there. So we're going to flash a code across the screen. Um, you'll need to do a couple things. It's pretty easy. Michael's got a screen pulled up live there. So you can only add a break code credit to your account. So you have to have an account first on the break page. So it's really easy. It takes what? 30 seconds to set one up Yep. But at the top, go up and create an account. Cause you got to have one of those to begin with. Um, once you do Mike, like Michael's logged into his account there. So Michael, what you'll do is you'll go to the little pencil edit button there, click on the pencil and you'll see all your info, but there's another tab at the top called credits. Click on the credits button, redeem a code, click on that. And there it is. There's your code. So that code, that credit will sit in your account and the next break you want to jump in. Um, you'll have an option to use that credit in the break. These credits, like the first one we're going to post, is a $5 credit. I know that's not a lot, but we're going to give out several of those tonight. It's scrolling across the screen right now. You don't have to be in a super mad dash. There will be four people for each. This code is redeemable four times. So um, it should work flawlessly. And if not, Blame my brother because he programmed it. So, so Josh, this is also a podcast. Should we <laughs> say the code? <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I have a feeling it won't make it to the listening viewers. It probably won't. This, so this podcast, it is Tuesday, is Monday, the 27th, just to put a timestamp on it. And it will, this podcast is going to publish uh, either first thing tomorrow morning or even later this evening. So, this this code may not be good anymore, but Josh, do you want to give them that first code? Um, yes, it is four four five zero one one. A couple have already been claimed. Both customers tried claiming it twice. Shame on them. We Boo. didn't see that that you do that, but I can't. I guess I can't blame you for trying. You know, <laughs> it's, it's redeemable four times, but it's only once per person. So that's I had to be clear there. So. Um, Keep listening to the podcast tonight. We're going to give away four more codes, and uh, and maybe if these are a hit, we'll up the ante a little bit next time or something. So we, if I can talk Josh into making a podcast only code for listeners, so the folks that are tuning in live don't always get the jump. Uh, I can't do that. I'm incapable. But Joe, my brother, can. <laughs> Joe. he's in the chat, and I know he's listening and or watching, so I'm sure he can do that. You you have his his info. Private message him and give him the idea. I will. He can I build. Will. 
So. Oh, and there is uh, a break that just filled that you're going to be breaking. Do you know when you're breaking that yet? Because I'm sure I'll be asked that. That break is filled. It's either going to be tomorrow or late tonight. I'm probably going to try to get it done tonight, Ooh. but we'll see. And if you have credit that you've redeemed, this is a break that's on the horizon. We haven't built it yet, but it's coming very soon. Tops Chrome Ben Baller Edition. Ben Baller. Mixed with a couple of these uh, Tops Archives snapshot boxes that have autographs inside. So that's a little nice. baseball, a little unique baseball. We try to do a Ben Baller one every year at least. So nice. Stay tuned if you like baseball. Phoenix football comes out Wednesday. So you might want to save some credit for that or be ready to jump on a break of that. So uh, before we leave uh, the uh, preview of the shows this weekend, please, please, please. If you see me at the Kanapolis show, if you're in earshot of this, please come up, say hello, love talking shop at shows. I'm not going to try to say that again. That just worked out, but um, uh, Michael, hello. Uh, Facebook user is asking, do you have any Ben Baller available in the shop? Josh. So we don't. I, I don't off. I have to get that product third party. I don't get it through my distributor. So we get a box or two third party. I, I, we pay strong for it. So it's not like I make much money on it. But good question. But thank you. JP says, already gone, LOL. JP, uh, I've noticed you're trying to redeem codes that aren't available trying to outsmart the system shame we're going to public shame anybody. <laughs> uh, failed attempts well before we get going with the rest of the opening rip let me do a quick rundown uh, this is when we go over the format of the show just for folks that are um, joining us for the first time you heard the first half of the opening rip then we go to new in the shop Behind the counter, where we take a look at the dealings and the wheelings and the dealings of a local card shop, uh, hobby advice and listener questions, uh, and I'm I'm gonna see if you guys can submit some questions through some voice messages. I would love to see how that works. Um, card from the vault. I have another comic from the vault. Uh, new in the shop next week or coming soon, and then crazy stat of the week. But first, the rest of the opening rip, Josh. Yes. What is your favorite, favorite error card of all time? And do you own any error cards? I have no idea if I own any error cards. Probably not. Um, there is one. So my favorite one, I've been talking about it lately, is the 1990 Tops. Frank Thomas mm. no name card. So there's a ton of mystery around this card. Um, I was doing some research before the podcast. Nobody quite knows how the card made it out into the wild without a name on it. There's theories that uh, it was caught very early in the, the sheet. Sheets were thrown away by tops and they were dug out of a dumpster. These are all just uh, conspiracy theories, but Regardless, very, very few made it out in the wild. And it is uh, just Frank Thomas's regular $5 rookie card from Tops, but the one with no name printed on the front is worth quite a bit of money. 
So much money, in fact, that a PSA 10 is valued at $30,000. Yeah. Yeah. A PSA 6 easily sells, at least when this article is written, for over $5,000. I haven't seen one in person ever. Um, there is suspected to be below 400 of these out in the wild. There are legitimate numbers. Uh, at one point, BGS and PSA population of 77 and 207 graded, respectively. So BGS had 77 of those cards graded, and 207 were graded through PSA. So the card exists. There's hundreds of it out there. But in the overall scheme of things on a card that's 30-something years old, um, less than 400 makes it very rare. So I would love to see that card in person one day, maybe even own it. One came to the shop the other day, but it had the name on it. And uh, that's what got me thinking about that card. So that's probably my all-time favorite error card. Okay. How about you? So um, I showed one of the, my favorite error cards. It's infamous. Uh, it was the Billy Ripken uh, card um, from, I, th- I think it's a Fleer. Fleer, right? Fleer. Billy Ripken with uh, some profanity at the end of the bat. The which, bat yeah, the bat knob, which I saw a mock-up of a bat barrel, like a, like a, if it was like a D- Topps Dynasty, if they got that barrel and used it as the knob in as like a relic. Yeah, that, card, that would be fantastic. That never knew Where's it. That? That bat has to be somewhere. You know what I mean? Like it has to be. Someone somewhere. should do that research and find out where that bat is. Yeah. But Jacob, if you could pull the uh, two photos or the photo that I sent you to the front of the card first, that'd be great. So when I first got back into the hobby, I pulled this card out of Tops Fire. Yeah. Uh, it's Juan Soto. It's a, the Magenta Parallel. I didn't even know what parallels were. This was like one of the first things that I opened up when I first got back into the hobby in 2020. And so I didn't know what parallels were. I didn't know that cars were um, serial numbered because they didn't have that in 1987. So I was like, oh, cool. And then I turned the backs around to start looking at what the backs look like. And this, and I saw this. And <laughs> if you can't see this, it it is this card is serial numbered. That magenta or red parallel in tops twenty twenty tops fire is out of twenty five. But the card that I have on the screen that I pulled from the pack was serial numbered twenty six out of twenty five. You know, I'll, I'll be in five years of doing this. I have not seen that ever before. I have seen I've seen it, and I went out to some forums and and asked and people have said that said that before um i should have kept this card i sold it it was one of my first sales ever on ebay you idiot i know but, uh, so uh, i have a question did you take that picture there i did what did you use to take the picture and how is the card standing up uh there's a there's a a little box or a little thing right behind the card Okay, so it's leaning up against something. It's leaning up against something. What's the background? Like, is it one of those light boxes or is it? So this is how early I was. I knew that I needed good photos. I got a a packaging box and cut the sides and the top out of it and had lamps 
pointed inside the box through tissue paper. I made my own. It looks so janky. I still have it. It's well, embarrassing. You turned out good enough. I got interested just yeah. in your picture quality. So, but um, so that's one of my favorite just because I, I pulled it. Um, it doesn't happen a lot now. Now, error cards are like poo-pooed upon. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you pull the you pull the 101 Babe Ruth and it's got George Brett's uh, autograph. And so things blow up. You get on... mad. Why, why would you get mad over that? I mean, it's just Babe Ruth. Yeah. I, I could just imagine. And I don't think that was a Topps product. I think that was a. I think that was a Panini product. I think it was yeah. like <clears throat> National Treasures or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nowadays people want the perfect card. They don't right. want an error card. So, yeah. um, so uh, I could just imagine them making that into like a Snickers commercial. You know, <laughs> the the, the want to get away. You know, he's he's sitting there with the eating the Snickers and the Babe Ruth cut auto is just sitting on his desk. And he's wondering, you know, if he should tell anybody. But yeah, so the reason why I brought up favorite error cards is in case you did not know and you stumbled upon this episode, we have a special interview a little later uh, talking about an error card, a famous, an infamous, hopefully even make it, we're going to try to make it even more infamous, uh, error, Michael Jordan error card. Now, there's error cards with like, like like really good players and error cards with hall of famers and there's error cards with no name players but an error card with michael jordan on it carries yeah. some weight this card could have could be potentially enormous enormous if, yeah yeah so um but before we get to that <clears throat> let us talk about what is on the shelves this week at Grand Slam, Josh. There is a couple um, pretty darn good products coming out. So Wednesday, probably my second favorite product period is Phoenix football. It's one of my all-time favorites. That hits the shelf Wednesday. Um, also on Wednesday, tops Allen and Ginter Chrome Baseball. Hey, that's one of my favorite. So if you are not a local customer, that'll be on the website for purchase. Um, and then on Friday, if nothing changes, we've got Bowman Inception Baseball and Leaf Exotic Basketball. Our Leaf Exotic Football has been doing really well. So Leaf Exotic Basketball, if all goes well, um, that's what's going to be hitting the shelf this week, along with a little Pokemon product that comes out Friday. Um, and and, a, and another magic product, but most of our listeners here are sports related. So, yeah. Let me ask you this: I'm going to put you on the spot. I know you love it when I put you on the spot about product. That Bowman Inception baseball. So there's Bowman Chrome. There's Bowman. Well, there's Bowman. There's Bowman Chrome and Bowman Draft. That Bowman Inception yeah. is that more like bowman bowman baseball where there's vets or is it all prospects do you know so last year they reintroduced this product and i think it was so before 
we had taken the shop over. I think this product is an older product that they brought back last year. Mm -hmm. uh, I was unfamiliar with it last year until I started seeing a bunch of it open. We did some breaks on it, um, but it is, yeah, Derek, Derek's right when he says it has the best looking cards of the yeah. group. Um, they're, they look just like tops inception cards, but it is just rookies and prospects. Um, okay. Yeah. So no vets. N there wasn't last year. So okay. I, sh I should probably know that, but. And um, so I'll have to take a look at the checklist, but you know, there was, you know, the first wave of Bowman Chrome, you know, the Jackson Cheerios of the world. That was the big chase there. And then uh, Bowman Draft, I believe. That's the Jackson Holiday and the, who yeah. was the other kid? Jackson Holiday, and I could see it now. He has his arms raised up. Do you remember what team? No. It was the other chase. You guys pulled. There's a gold auto that was pulled. I saw it in the shop today. Rutschman? No. What product? Bowman Draft. Jackson Holiday. Elijah. Elijah, huh? Elijah, Elijah, Green. Elijah Green. Green, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be no. interesting. That's a, yeah. I, that's a sneaky, cool product if you're into the prospect thing. Let me let me give you the, um, the online. Ooh, hold on. Derek, are you serious? Drew Jones is in Bowman Inception. Please tell me that's true. Uh, I'm not, let me let me read you the press release for it. Capture the youthful exuberance of the game's future superstars with this colorful release of 2022 Bowman Inception, bringing top prospects into your collection in a big way. Boom! Collect, collect the entire 100 card base set and look out. Once again, for the Inception Inauguration's foil stamp, signifying players receiving their first Bowman Inception card. Wow. So I there's not just a checklist. But... So no checklist yet. But that if Drew Jones, if that's true, this product is going to be enormous. And if for you guys... It's going to be huge. That... <laughs> For you guys that don't know, Drew Jones is Andrew Jones from the Braves. That's his kid. And he's supposed to be the next That's big dead. thing. Yeah. So um, I think we should probably hit some of these comments really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, because I'll need to answer a couple of these. So, <laughs> um, we will be posting some Series 1 jumbo boxes on the site when they restock. Derek. The answer is yes, when and if they restock. The downside is they will be nowhere near where we sold the first 10 cases of at 170 a box. So it'll be probably over 200 a box, but we'll have some hopefully next week. Um, uh, JP, Joe, if you're listening, JP says, I think you should make a hard trivia question for credit in the podcast. That would be cool. I agree that would be cool. We'll have to make it hard enough that like you couldn't just Google the answer. Um, do, 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 do. Hello, Sean. Mason's car says, hi, what's up? Mackie says, I have a natural voice for sporting events. Watch out, Romo. <laughs> uh, Mason's card says, please say my name. Say my name. Say my <laughs> oh, no, he did not say sing. He said say. Oh. Um, and Derek's hoping Gunner is in that product. So Mason says, hi, hi, please. Right now, please. Hi, say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spam the comments too much or we have yeah. to kick you. Yes, so, that's uh, right. That's right. Um, I think 
is is it time? I think it's time maybe for another credit. Are we getting close to doing the uh the solar? Yeah, we're we're about halfway through the show. All right. Oh, look at the air on the screen. Get your get your fingers ready for our listeners. The next code is four four five eight four D as in David. Once again, that's four four five eight four D for five dollars in break credit. Mason says, Michelle, I think Mason means Michael. Are you Josh's best friend? Heck no. <laughs> no way. No way. We are. Blood, uh-huh. We're blood brothers. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Um, we are good friends. I don't have a best friend. I just have good friends. So, And Michael is one of them. And as Mr. Miyagi said, you pretty okay, too. <laughs> All right. Let's get to... Our next segment, which is Behind the Counter, which coming up is this interview that I had with um, Tony, the guy that pulled this card. But I want to get a little backstory, your backstory. So uh, with regards to this card, yeah, tell, so- tell me your side of things, because it's just amazing to me that this thing's just been floating around for 30 years and now it's resurfaced onto this podcast. So, yeah, if I remember right, Tony brought this card into the shop, um, like it, like two years ago, maybe I could be off a little bit, but it was a while ago. And, um, just wanted to know if we had any idea about this card. It was, he couldn't find any card that ever looked like this. And so, uh, let me show what the card looks like. It's the 1998, Soul of the Game, Skybox Premium, Michael Jordan insert. So these letters, Soul of the Game, are supposed to be rainbow colored. And the the card sells for like eight or nine hundred dollars. It's a really tough to pull, beautiful insert. So he's got this one with white letters and he's stumped. And he says, I've just never seen a card with white letters, not only of Michael Jordan, but of no player ever. And he's done a lot of research. So I said, huh, not knowing anything or thinking it was that rare or anything, I I was like, let me ask a couple people. So um, I remember we sent a picture to Aaron down at Palmetto in Lexington because he grades stuff all the time. I think he might have even looked at it at a trade night, but he sent it to a couple people via text message. No one had ever seen it. So we said, well, let's submit it for grading. So he submitted it for grading, and I believe it came back. And maybe in the interview, he'll correct me if I'm wrong here, but it came back. Uh, PSA wouldn't grade it. And they said, uh, you know, I, I can't remember what they said. I thought it was something like, you know, said, he said misprint, misprint. So, which is odd because they grade misprints. So we were kind of stumped about that. And so I think it had them stumped to be honest. And so, um, so off into the box it went and, you know, a year or two later um, we bought a whole bunch of cards from Tony not long ago. And he brought this card back up and, you know, my friend Charlie was super intrigued at it. And we just said, let's take this card. Let us do some research on it. We've pushed it out to all sorts of people. No one has seen this card before. No one has seen another player of this card with white lettering. Um, It's a complete and utter mystery. The Facebook trolls, when you ask and show it in a Facebook Michael Jordan group, it's just, that's a fake card. It's a fake card. They th- everybody thinks everyone's out to scam them. And so 
Charlie said, look, I'm not trying to sell this card or anything. I just want to know if anyone's ever seen one like it. Um, There's been some pretty big offers that have come in for the card, but nowhere near what it could potentially sell for if it truly gets graded by Beckett or PSA as a true error card. And if it's the only one, we just talked about 400 Frank Thomas cards that are not you know, it's not Michael Jordan and you're talking $30,000 for a PSA 10. And so this card, if it's the only one, um, then it could be huge. So you've got some information also, and you know, you did the interview. So I don't know if you have any other info outside of the interview that, because I know you talked to potentially the actual designer of this card, right? Yeah. So there are a couple, there are a couple big, um, big accounts um you know chris over at card ladder he used to be house of jordans on instagram and he had a podcast called uh i believe uh one of the first collecting podcasts um or hobby podcasts and so i reached out to him and said hey do you know anything about this and he honestly said i have no clue i've never seen it uh, and then Christina, uh, another member of their team, gave me an account on Instagram um, called Arena Designs. And um, Arena Designs, she was actually, I believe, on the design team that designed this card. And so she went over the manufacturing of it and how this could have happened. She has hypothesized that this is... Um, <clears throat> This is one of two things. Uh, And let me, you know what? Let me just read it. Uh, I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth here. Um, And just bear with me for those of you guys. Um, There was never a version of that that was intentional. That soul of the game card without foil. We printed the first four colors and then stamped the rainbow over it. Either a sheet got through without the foil on it, in which case there would be multiple cards like this, right. because it would be an entire sheet, or someone had a sheet that was sent to the office for color and registration, and they cut the Jordan card out of it. That is my best estimate of what may have happened. That's That's pretty crazy. insane. That's... Yeah. That's pretty telling. I'm hoping that there was one sheet and there's this one card and I'm, and I mentioned it. uh, Yeah. And then there's the rest of them out there. And this, there's this albino set of soul of the game cards. So I'm just hoping. So I think this would be the time to where we cut over to the interview. We're going to take a back seat. I pre-recorded an interview with Tony I hope you guys enjoy, and then we'll be right back. Click. Jacob. Jacob. You clicked the button. Welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast, Tony. Thank you for joining me tonight. Absolutely. Uh, how are how are things? I know you're on a way your way to a softball game. Yeah. Any yeah. any any predictions about the score? Uh, we're gonna win. 
There you go. I, 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 won't, I won't get into the numbers, but I've, <laughs> I, we're, we're, we're going to be okay. Proud, proud, proud Papa there. So yeah. I'm not going to keep you long, but I do. I'm just uh, excited to get into the story behind this Jordan card. But before we do that, how'd you get started in collecting? Who do you collect now? Yeah. Tell tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself there. Yeah, I, I got started in collecting. I had no idea about cards, but um, at the time, it was my sister's best friend's boyfriend, <laughs> right? And we I went need a, over, I need a flow chart. I need a, yeah, a whiteboard. <laughs> we went over to their house one day because you know we were just messing around, whatever. And the boyfriend was laying on the couch and he was counting his eighty-seven tops. Uh, football and baseball cards mm-hmm. and I started looking at them thought they were real cool and he started he started counting out the doubles and I, I came home with a load of, a handful of doubles and that's nice. where it started wow did you play yeah. sports as a kid I did I played football in high school and okay. then I briefly went to college to play football then came okay. home and started working <laughs> yeah it was, so not, it was it... not fun anymore <laughs> so you you mentioned so it was football and baseball and then it just sort of branched out from there. Did you start opening up packs? I mean, so talk to me about that. Um, it started with football and baseball, but I quickly, I quickly ran into basketball. Okay. Yeah, I ran into the you know the collecting the Jordans and whatnot, and all the players, you know, Dominique and and Patrick Ewing from that time. Um, so that's that's where the majority of my collection lied for many years. Okay. All right. Um. But since then, I would say probably the last two years, it's went a completely different direction. Okay. And what direction was that? Uh, I, only, <laughs> I, only, I only collect PSA 10 mic drought refractors. That's pretty narrow. And, yeah. And well, you can get it. I can, I, I, and expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On my Instagram, there's, yeah, it does get, it does get expensive. Um, but there's so many different products out there. You can, okay. if you try to collect all of it, you're really going to get overwhelmed and end up drowning. Right. right. So I just did a lot of research before I even started buying the trouts. I just, I, I zeroed in on the tops Chrome and I don't even, I don't even collect the update. Okay. It's just the first issue of top Chrome and I stick with it all right. and go after the tens. Uh, I just like PSA better. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, if I find a, a, a hard to find version of his refractor and something else. I typically go ahead and buy it and just have it reslabbed. And we're just talking about so what what product and what year uh, are we talking about? Any um, 2011 to present. Okay. Top Chrome refractors. Refractors. And so all, all PSA tens. And PS in PS in PSA ten. Yeah. So which ones are you missing? Are you that? Or is it that wide? Or are you still? Or is it still plenty to to pick up? I'm, I'm probably halfway there. Wow, I'm probably halfway there. Yeah, I um, I started out just kind of remember that game hung that game hungry hungry hippos. <laughs> you just trying to just trying to grab everything you could find. Yeah, yeah. I I started that in the beginning, and then I realized that you know I'm going to wait for the more rare lower number tens to come along. Right. Grab them up. Because they're not readily as readily available as right. the base card or the base refractor, or the pink or the sepia or anything like that. Do you so. um, do people find you through your Instagram account to to see if you're interested in what they have, or do you go to shows and hunt for these things? Don't go to shows. 
Okay. Um, I find everything on eBay. Okay. And I had the first guy the other day hit me up on Instagram, just seeing if I wanted to buy something he had. But it, it wasn't a Topps Chrome. Right. It was a uh, archives card of Mike Trout. And I just, I love the card. It was a beautiful card, but it wasn't right. graded. And I just okay. told him I wasn't interested. So. Will you... Will you only buy it in the slab, or only buy it in the slab? Okay, only, so you're only not going to slab. Yeah. You're not going to take a risk on a on a raw one, and, and no, no, okay, no, you don't like I'm, gu- I'm guaranteed. I'm guaranteed the condition, right? If I buy it in a ten, Fantastic. sometimes a nine, if if I can help yeah. it. Like his his twenty his twenty twelve Bowman Chrome Gold. I think there's six or seven nines. Mm-hmm. And only one ten out there. Oh my goodness! So I grabbed one of the nines. Okay, and then you'll level up when level it, up when if, it... if if the opportunity <laughs> presents itself. But the the nine is certainly a nine. It's too off center to okay. crack and and and, okay. and and resend in for a ten. Well, let me ask you this: Why? Why? I mean, a lot of people can say Trout. He's a great player, yeah. but why? Why Trout and not somebody else in basketball or football? Like, not, why not Brady or anybody uh, like that? I'm too, uh, I'm I'm too far behind the game and Brady. I entertain that. <laughs> right. I know I know Josh goes after Brady. Yep. Um you chase a lot of his earlier years in PSA tens, they're astronomical in the price. Right. Um right. I really like the Topps Chrome series. And at some mm-hmm. point when Topps lost the license for NFL, it switched over and I just had no interest in the other brands. Right. right. Um Jordans are I guess I could get back into Jordans, but anything Jordan PSA 10 right now is also through the roof. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, that's why I stick to trout because I can easily go back to 2011 mm-hmm. and start from there and just start eating them up. Well, let me get to the meat of the program here. Uh, this is where everybody, what everybody is tuning in for. Tell us about the day that you pulled this Jordan card. I'm calling it an, an albino Jordan card. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but tell us about the day you pulled this and the circumstances around that, and what you thought initially when you pulled it. Well, it was really an uneventful day. Um, <laughs> there was not there was nothing special about. It. I mean, going back to that time, there was nothing special about it because um, back then all we had was Beckett. Right. Um, we didn't. You couldn't get on the internet and do Google searches to find out more about the card. Right. And then you, you said this was nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Okay, so nineteen ninety eight. You, you so I, I like I said I'm, I'm flipping through the packs, opening the cards up, and this card comes out, and I did really didn't think anything about it. At first, I thought it was a little odd because it didn't have any color on it, mm-hmm. except for like the top edge, right? Um, but I really I really didn't give it any more thought than that. I, I slid it into a, a soft sleeve, into a top loader, and into a box. It went. That's really, you know, how that day went. Okay, didn't think anything else about it. How long before you pulled it out of there again? 20 years. Are you? Sorry, I'm going to keep yeah. this clean. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was 20 years and it was um, maybe 21, but it, it was it was during 2020, late 2020, early 2021. Wow. And I mean, I had not even given the car a second thought all those years, but then I started seeing the things on YouTube pop up about how uh, popular cards had gotten again. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go back and dig through my stuff and see what I got, <laughs> like everybody else was, right? right? Yep. And this card came out, and I was like, oh, I remember this one. And yeah. I went at that point; I'd gone straight into eBay, 
And I was like, well, I'm going to go in here and search it in eBay, right? And, and you couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. Right. Every every one of them in there had colors. And then I think there were maybe one or two color variations of the car, mm-hmm. depending on the way, that, the way the color started at the top. Right. And um, I thought, well, that's interesting. And I kept digging and I kept digging. And I think somewhere along the lines, I started searching the other players that were from that subset. And I couldn't find any any cards like that either. Uh, Googled the card, no information. Everything came up in color. Right. Um, and at that point, I had still not even found, you know, Grand Slam and Rock Hill. So <laughs> I, I was that was my next Google search was local local card stores. Right. And I found out they were in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And I thought, well, I'm going to be down there on Monday, you know, in my, my sales territory. So that's the day I went there and talked to Josh. Wow. And he was familiar with the card. Um, he's like, but yeah, I've never seen it with no color on it. And he kept it for a few days to see if he could find some information. He's like, I know some guys that'll jump right on top of it. Well, right. I think I, can, I, may, I may have come back a week later and I brought in a Colby Bryant card. But yeah, that's that's the card there. And mm-hmm. um, uh, Josh gave him the idea of, well, let's let's send it in the PSA and see what happens. So we sent in the Kobe. Uh, it was an Apex Jam Session card. It came back a PSA nine. Right. And then that Jordan card came back as uh, a misprint, an unslapped misprint. Interesting. Um, but, but still, then I wasn't, you know crazy about the card right i just i was like oh well i was a little disappointed i just wanted to be in a slab more than anything right um brought it back home threw it in a box and that's where it said for two more years wow yeah yeah and um i guess here recently i went down to see josh and i had some stuff i was just looking to move and he introduced me to another guy that was working at the shop with him and he says uh he said this is charlie and me and Charlie went next door and sat down and talked and he bought the lot that I had. And I said, well, you know, while I'm at it, I got some other stuff in the truck. Would you be interested in looking at it? And he's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead and bring it in here. And um, it was some graded Jordans, some Shaq uh, number cards and one of them had a signature. Um, but I saw I laid them on, on, on Charlie's desk and I'm like, look, um, I want to sell you this this lot here, but I want to show you this card and see what you can tell me about it. Right. And same 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 story. It, it, you know, it went with Josh. She's like, "Yes, I know the card, but I've never seen it in let's call it that variation, if right. you will." Um. So we talked a little bit more about it, and that's when we agreed he was going to hold on to it and see if he could generate any uh, information for me. And I still, so- and I still to this day, I'm not. I still can't tell you any more than I knew about it the first time. Right. Yeah. Uh, what you guys are, uh, and for, for you guys that are watching, this is the, um, the PSI nine version of this card. And you could see, um, and I'm going to sort of toggle back and forth. This is the card that Tony yeah. pulled, uh, back in, back in the day in 98. And this is the PSA version of the, of this card, the PSA nine version of this card. So it's clear that, um, we're missing a whole bunch of color here. Yeah. Um, I don't know when you, when you put the the other, the picture of my card up, Mike, I don't know mm -hmm. if it actually, you can, the viewers can tell, but there's actually a line above, above each column of numbers. It looks like they, 
got ready to start printing the color. Mm, yes, right, then, right here. Yeah, above each section, the color is there, and it's like, you know, it stopped. I don't, right. know, if the, I don't know if the power kicked off or the printer ran out. <laughs> you know, the, the printer ran out of ink. I don't. Yeah. Know, but, um, yeah. Someone fell asleep and uh, and hit the button. But, but the, the odd thing about it, though, the way they and I've Googled, you know, how they, you know, print cards and these sheets and, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it, it it had to have happened to other cards. Right. Along that same line. But that's as far as I know, that's the only card um, that's ever, ever been pulled like that. Yeah. And there was a couple of other things I did. Yeah. Um, it's a funny story. I didn't know when I got home from. uh finding out the card was declared a misprint and unslabbed. I went home and Googled Jordan, Michael Jordan card collectors. Right. I, go- I Googled everything. Okay. Yeah. I Googled everything. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, it, and this guy's name, Nat Turner comes up as this prolific collector. Yeah. He just, I'm like, okay. He just happens to have a really cool job too. Did not know that at the time. <laughs> right. And Did for you guys who that. are listening and don't know, who Nat Turner is? He's the he, what is he? He's the CEO of PSA. Yeah, he's yeah. the big dog. He's the yeah. He's the big I but at the time, I, this was two years ago. I didn't know anything about it, right. and I was like, "Well, I'm going to be that dude that go, goes and creates an Instagram account just so I can get access to <laughs> Nat Turner, right?" <laughs> so I, I create I created an Instagram and uh, started following Nat, and then sent him a message, DM'd him whatever, whatever you call it. And I was like, hey, Nat, I hear you're a big collector of Michael Jordan. I sent this into PSA, and they sent it back as a misprint. I'm not really sure why. I was hoping you could shed some light on it. And he said, yeah, we don't grade or we don't slab misprints. And I'm thinking, why did he say we? Yeah. You know? And then that's when I got on my phone and Googled again. <laughs> that bird. And I go, shit, this is the guy with PSA. <laughs> Right, fantastic! Oh, oh that's yeah. heck. That's a better story, but then when you pulled the card, that's yeah, that's what fantastic. I'm saying. The, the oh, first day that I pulled it in '98, it was it was not an interesting story until that's, you know the last couple of years. That's so. great. Well, I want to be respectful of your time, um, and so I, I just have one more question, uh, and you answered it already. It sat yeah. in a cardboard box, and so you never entered. T- I mean, did you ever think about it? two years ago after you showed it and said, you know what, I'll just put an astronomical number on this. And if, if Nat no. Turner wants to buy it for his own collection, he can. No, because I see those guys on eBay putting these astronomical numbers on something. Right. And hoping, and I call it fishing, right? Yeah. They're like, throwing it out there and see if yeah. somebody's going to buy it. And I'm sure you see that because of what you collect, right? I'm sure you yeah. see some of that with these tra- refractors, right? Yeah, they they just throw it out there and see if you're going to buy it on it. I'm sure somebody does because that's the reason they do it. They right. you know seen somebody get away with it before. But no, I never had any interest in selling it. No interest in putting a crazy price on it because I just I don't know anything about the card. Right. All I know is it's Soul of the Game '98. But uh, with with the printing issue, I just I can't. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, in all likelihood, I'll probably just keep the card myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Well. um, Thank you for your time. No, this has been yeah, no this problem. has been fun. Um, you and I have not met face to face. I'm looking forward to that day. Yeah, we should uh, next time you're down at the shop. Absolutely, I'll let you know when I'm there, and uh, 
we'll break bread and talk talk about more cardboard. So, uh, Tony, good luck. Uh, good All luck right. at your daughter's softball game. Hopefully they they. Uh, yeah, we're they gonna start stay. loading the car up here in just a few minutes. Absolutely, safe yeah. travels, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, thank you, Mike. See y'all. Wait, we got to unmute. So there it is. <laughs> there, there you go. There's the story of the card. Tony's super nice. Yeah, uh, got to know man. him a little bit before that interview. Uh, and he was gracious with his time. He was pretty busy today, but he knew that we wanted to get him on the podcast. So crazy, crazy no. story. We got to change his mind on that if we get a big enough offer. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, let's go ahead. Um and throw catch up, up. Let's throw up another code. With the comments. Jacob, yep. time for code number three. For our listeners, while that, four, four, while that six, one, Michael Hush. Four, four, six, one, AB for Antonio Bryant. Oh, wait, no. Four, <laughs> four, six, one, AB. Um, Josh, any, any thoughts about the interview? Um, no, it's kind of what I already knew about the card. Yeah. My, my recollection sounded like it was pretty similar to his. Um, yeah. If, if man, if that's, if this is the only card, yeah, it's just odd that none others have surfaced. Right. Uh, Justin asked, how do these codes work? So you got to go to grandslambreaksrockhill.com, the break page at the top, click on your account, click on edit. And there'll be a little tab earlier in the podcast. If you watch it later, we walked through a tutorial on how to claim those. So you might go back, rewatch it. And then next podcast, you'll be ready to go to claim some more because we'll probably do some every podcast. So, yeah, um, we did have some listener questions. We'll probably push those off till next week. I did want to address one that was dropped into the comments. Josh, you want to go ahead and read this one out? Yeah, Justin says, I have a question if you want to discuss later. I've watched a lot of NFL breaks and tend to see the same players pulled over and over. A lot of Jets and Falcons recently. Do you guys see the same? Also, if one player hits in a box or a case, they tend to hit again later. Thanks, guys. So I would say that's a combination of a couple things. Sometimes like this class there's just a lot of jets rookies and so if a team has a lot of rookie picks they just have a lot of rookies in the product and so um there's all it's always like we always joke around in the shop it's like you'll find three sauce gardener cards in a row in a box it's obviously a whoops <laughs> but you never find three trevor lawrence cards right, right. In a row, or three mike trout cards or something so it's a little weird how that, you know, it never happens, but um, uh, yeah, I'm just reading the comment there. But so that's, that's probably some of it. That is the downside to a, a break, especially when you're in a full case is if you get that one team, you're just going to hit all night long. And there's just right. some, some checklists that just don't have a lot of, of players in it. So yep. that's probably one of it. So, you know, the draft class is being really heavy with those players. Um, and then I think it's just a matter of they put more of the lower end guys in these products because there's no denying that, you know, the, the Trevor Lawrence's don't get pulled as often as the, you know, 
Amon Ra's or, you know, or some of the other lesser known guys. So right. that's part of it. Well, right. Tell me your thoughts. If you have any. No, I mean, you know, if you are, uh, some of it is just like, you know, whenever you buy a car or you use a phone or buy a new phone, you start seeing that phone everywhere. So I think it might be a little bit of that too. You know, you, 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 sometimes if you're looking for something, you'll find it. Uh, certainly coalition issues with some products, you're going to get that, but, you know, just make sure that when you're doing the brake thing that you're having fun, you know, it's easy to get frustrated in breaks, especially if that's, if you're not getting any hits or in randoms, you're not getting your teams. Uh, if you're not getting your teams in randoms, go find, go find some pick your team breaks. Uh, you may not like the price of some, some of the teams that you're picking, but I think law of averages, if you are in enough breaks, things tend to even out over time. Um, yeah. And I, and I just thought too, like, it's really weird. You'll get, um, like an entire case of cards. Guys will be opening boxes and boxes of that same case and they'll put a set together. And it's like the same players, certain players are missing. And then you'll buy a random box out of the next case and it'll have all those missing cards that that first case yeah. didn't have. So there's some weird correlations there sometimes where some cases or some boxes are just really heavy with certain players, but it's like, you need, you need a, a box with the, the, the run of cards that you're looking for. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I was looking at the, the worst shot in basketball said Grand Slam should display the card with a bodyguard like the mantle. That's funny. There you go. Yeah, we'll just have Jerome just sit next to it the whole time. Um, all right. We do have other questions. I think we're going to push those to next week because of the interview. I didn't realize how long it was. So let's go ahead uh, and thank you. Keep sending questions in either in the comments or go to our homepage. Um, for um for the podcast and you can actually leave a voicemail for us i'd love to see how that works and then we'll play that live during the episode and see if we can answer the question so those will be screened by the way before we play them no no video or no recordings of fart noises i have a question for you yeah yeah (laughs) yeah thanks josh Appreciate that. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to clip that one. J- Jacob, make sure you clip that one. We get that on the loop. I need to be careful. Everything. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're gonna get some, to listener questions next week because I don't want to run too long. We've been running along the last couple of weeks. Um, Josh, do you have a card for the from the vault ready to go? I do. So this is um, confession, not my card. It's a card I just brokered a deal for today from two of our customers. Um, so uh, one of our customers sent me a picture of this card and I happen to know that one of my other customers is a big fan of this TV show. And so I brokered the deal in between them. A sale was made. I currently have the card just until the, it gets picked up. Um, but this is really cool. This is a 1990 Tops Simpsons card. This is don't laugh, Bart Simpson's rookie card. Yeah. So this is um, his first card. So this is an SGC 10 
Um, the cool thing about this is, according to population report, there is only two S. <laughs> One <laughs> This is a, that's why they slab them and bag them. This is the only SGC ten. No, now I'm all flustered. There's two SGC tens and there's two PSA tens. So in theory, only four of this card exists with a ten on it, and uh, so it's not a cheap card, believe it or not. But I thought that was really cool. Uh, a Simpsons fan got this card and will have it in his own collection soon. Um, I thought that would be a cool card for tonight's podcast. Uh, we have another code before Michael shows his comic from the vault. The next code four, four, six, a 62. Wait, is that correct? Joe, is there enough spots? I'm, I thought the little code spot only had five spots. I don't know. That's gotta be right. If Joe's watching, oh, it's got six. Okay. Yeah, I've been told by our producer that it has six. I was just nice. told. Four, four, six, A62. Claim it while it lasts. Get it uh, while it's hot, guys. Yep. It's like the red light at also uh, before Krispy Michael, Kreme. Michael shows his uh comic slash card from the vault. We're gonna start a new segment next week that's called Hits from the Shop. And basically, all week long, when customers hit really cool cards in the shop. I'm going to save the pictures and we'll just do a little show off of some really cool stuff that got hit in the shop. And for example, before you show yours, because this kind of goes along with today, this would be an example of what you'll see because this card was hit from the shop today. A Justin Herbert downtown. So nice. that would be an example of some of the stuff that gets hit by customers. We take pictures of it. And we'll we'll show it. So Justin Hiller just said I missed earlier how to use the code. Um, you'll have to go back and watch. We walked through a little tutorial. It's on the Grand Slam Breaks Rock Hill page. You got to go to your account, um, and there's a little edit button and a little tab. So we walked through a tutorial earlier. So go back and watch the beginning and be ready for next week's. Absolutely. So my card slash comic from the vault, uh, and I, I I don't know why these comics are coming my way. Um, but, uh, I saw this before the, sh the Raleigh show opened up and I had to have it. I didn't even know what I was looking at and I had to have it. So this is a 2015, um, uncanny X-Men number 32. Um, uh, I thought the cover was super cool. It's like a watercolor. That's young Magneto with, I think, Ooh. Emma Frost. But that, my friends, is a Stan Lee I see that. autograph. And it says it right here. Autograph by Stan Lee. So I just, I was blown away um, at it. Just, if you guys don't know, I like the Allen and Ginter. I like the Gypsy Queen. I like that sort of aesthetic. And this falls right into that. And the fact that it's just a cool shot. And then yeah. with with uh Stanley's auto, I had it. I had to have it. So this one pull, will will be in the collection for for a while. So that's my card from the vault. Josh, what's coming to the shop next week? So we've got a few products uh next week, just so I can highlight this. So 2022 Bowman's Best Baseball, always a favorite of the shop. Mm -hmm. Uh 
another staple product, Donruss Basketball, is next week. Flawless Basketball. I don't know if I'm getting allocation yet, hopefully. Uh, and Immaculate Football, which is another big one. Um, Leaf Valiant Football is the other one. So some of these dates bounce around. I know we're over a week out, so sometimes these dates change a little bit. But as of right now, those are next week's releases. Um, real quick. So Flawless, traditionally, that's like, it doesn't get higher end than that. Probably Eminence, right? Gets a little higher than Flawless. But yeah. Flawless is the top of the food chain yeah. as far as Panini products. Yeah. Uh, and let's just say Flawless is here and uh, Hoops is here. Um, where's Immaculate there? Yeah, so I would say like Flawless and National Treasures is up here. Mm -hmm. And did you say Immaculate? Yeah, yeah, Immaculate. It's like right here. It's not too okay. far down if you're going yeah. down to Hoops here because then you got all – yeah, right. select and most so it's still near the it's still a premium premium product for sure. right yep so but it's a little more attainable i mean if you want to play in those deep waters at least that's a little more attainable on yeah. on the high end side flawless yeah. seems to sell for more a higher price but it seems like the national treasures cards tend yeah. to be the the top of the food chain as far as certain ones so yeah um on top of the discussion of um, what's coming to the shop next week, what's coming to uh, trade night or when is trade night coming back uh, into focus for March? So we uh, let's mark it on your calendars, everyone. So trade night is, is morphing into trade show and uh, we're going to do it again at the gym and pencil it in. We can't, we can't write it in marker yet. Probably need one more day to write it in marker, but March 25th, Saturday. Um, just clear your schedules if you're interested in setting up or attending that trade show slash trade night. Um, we're going to use the entire gym. We're going to have more tables. We're going to extend the hours a little earlier in the day, probably four o'clock to nine o'clock. So you'll get a little more bang for your table buck. Um, do not message me about buying a table yet. I'll have to do that at a certain point because it's not set in stone yet, but we will advertise all that very soon when the day is set in stone. But pencil it in March 25th, so a month away. Fantastic. Um, all right. I do not have this because the dog ate my homework, but what is your crazy stat of the week? And then we let these folks go. Yes, so I've got a good one. <laughs> In fact, I've got I've got two good ones. I'll, I'll do two since you don't have one. This Thank first you. one is about Ted Williams. They're both baseball ones. So Ted Williams played in the major leagues from 1939 to 1960. That's a good career. You know, sometimes they went off to war and did stuff back then, but uh, that's a pretty long career. And during that time, he had the highest batting average, the most home runs, and the most RBIs of all MLB players. Wow. It was literally a career triple crown during that time period. That's pretty That's insane. So crazy. I, I found that and then I and then I saw this one and I'm like, man, you remember how we talked about Tony Gwynn could play for an entire season, yep. go 0 for 5 every game, 
and still have a career batting average over 300. That was one of our previous crazy stats. Well, we know Pete Rose is the hit king, right? The all-time hit king. This dude could hit. If Pete Rose returned to baseball, he could go 750 for 750. He could get 750 straight base hits, and Tony Gwynn would still have a higher career batting average. That's insane. This isn't like a scrub. This is Pete Rose. Yeah. Could go 750 yeah. for 750 and still be under Tony Gwynn for career batting average. That, my friends, is a crazy stat. That is crazy. All right, buddy. Any closing thoughts before we let everybody go? My only closing thoughts, Michael's doing the break, potentially tonight. Um, you'll need to probably give me a little heads up and I can I let, let the group know. If Michael doesn't do it tonight, he'll be doing it tomorrow, correct? Yes. And we'll post the time. So thank you all for filling that. If you missed out, oh yeah, we got another code too for all of our users that stayed till the end. For anyone that missed out on the Hobby Box Tops break, we got more. We'll probably post more. Um, Jerome wants to do one of those badly. So we're going to let Jerome do one of those. Another uh, break credit, 44727F as in Frank, 44727F. Thank you guys for staying long enough to redeem some of those codes. That would be great. $5 isn't much, but that um, tops break you're doing was $13 a spot. So that literally almost chops it in half. So absolutely. All right, guys. To claim a couple of them, you might get a free spot. Claim those codes, like, subscribe, leave a review, let us know what we're doing right, let us know what we're doing wrong. We always want to get better. Thank you for being here, Josh. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Peace. Peace. Peace.